No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host announced for those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast, episode 246. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co hosts, the shaman of Sheely, the host of the Sheely Showcase, Inside the Mind of and in the Crowd, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. Down my one. Uh, we'll get there and from those wrestling girls the incomparable queen pr yeah i'm so happy to be here it has been a very long time since you and i have got to sit down and speak no you did Way the, too long. you did the inside the mind of with katie you guys talked about making this happen and here we are uh vince Thank called you. off this week so um yeah we're gonna have some fun so everyone knows this is not going to be your traditional episode of the Smack and Raw podcast. Uh, we're trying something new, and this won't even really kind of be the format going forward even because uh, I just kind of decided in the middle of SmackDown to do this, so didn't really give anyone time to prepare for this. So this will be unique, its own special thing, and then next week you'll I already kind of talked to Katie and Vince. You'll see the mold of kind of where we're going uh from here and i want you guys to give me feedback i want to know when you listen to the show do you like the old way we did it do you like the new way is there a combination of the two because i want to make this the best experience for the people listening at home uh what's most enjoyable and easy for you i just felt like the old way was getting kind of formulaic like you guys are still getting your spits you're still getting your swallows you're still getting all of that fun porn hub shit that we do over here but it's just gonna be a little different yeah i'm into it um we are still gonna start with news and rumors but before that as you guys know uh both katie and i on teespring have up those pro wrestling pro choice t-shirts um and beyond your opinion of abortion but just women's body autonomy and the idea that women should have the right to make decisions for themselves without a doctor the state or a uh, federal governing body telling them what they can or cannot do with their bodies. Uh, this idea is what we are trying to support and create. If you guys go to my pin tweet at Matt Ritter, is that M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R, you will see the shirts there from Teespring. You can go there, change the style, the color, pick the shirts you want, and all of the profits from that are being donated from my podcast to Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. Katie who has the same design uh, is donating to Planned Parenthood. So if you want to support either of those causes and get a dope shirt designed by our good friend, Jizzy, who drew that whole thing up, uh, please go purchase those shirts as well as 
the Black Lives Matter NWO style T-shirts that Young Kings Wrestling has been putting out for a very long time that we tell you about every fucking episode. They're still there. You can get those at ykwrestling.com. They're awesome. TC takes all that money, puts it into a fund and distributes it to families who have lost loved ones due to police brutality uh, and to help support the fight against racial injustice in our system. So again, two great causes that we support here. Another great cause that we support here is pride and it is pride month. And how could we have pride month without our very own miss Katie Kinsey, baby, who came out just about a year ago as bi. Uh, yeah, June 5th, I think, was a year. Yep, just just about a year. And we were some of the first people you came out to, which was fucking cool as shit, and we appreciate that. Uh, yeah, uh, it was, it was, so I'm going to Pride again tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, maybe, depending. But it was at Pride last year, and I said, eh, fuck it, here, everyone should know. And then it came on the podcast, and I was like, surprise. Shouldn't have been a fucking surprise, but you know, <laughs> it's sometimes it's the act of saying it that matters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we are. support. I'm very happy and proud of you, Katie. We support the community. We support Katie, and uh, excited to kick off Pride Month. And you're already pretty much a co-host, so you know to celebrate Pride Month, we'll just have you on every week this entire that month. Sounds amazing. You know. I- I can I can almost guarantee that I can at least make a cameo when I'm at the beach. I can't say for certain <laughs> I can do a full episode. Like I might I have to just pull a Justin and just pull up the phone real quick. But well, it would be important because you are now only behind one with Vince in the race for Pornhub Poppy. It is now 14 to 13. Vince has been on one more episode than you have. You are now getting closer to tying it and possibly taking the lead. So hopefully. It, for you to become Pornhub Poppy it takes a couple more weeks off here and you can pull ahead. I'm going to win, damn it. I don't no, care how. I don't care what I'm I do. I'm fucking you. win. Thank you, supporters. All right, let's get into some news and rumors. Uh, first and foremost, I, I wish I had written it down. I didn't, but Simone Johnson has released her official WWE name, which came to some criticism from the IWC because it's the fucking iwc and they have to bitch and complain about fucking everything um they're like why wouldn't she use her father's name and blah blah blah, and this and that and it was a whole fucking thing just be happy that she has got a name that we may finally see her soon in a wrestling ring and see what she can bring and have to offer and let her blaze her own path and do her own thing like just support her as a wrestler don't worry about what she is called whether or not they acknowledge her, like, you know, you know who she is. So why does it matter if WWE comes out and dubs her this? But then even if they did that, IWC would complain. Yeah, it should be. So it's like either way. And I do have always admired her. She has a very thick skin. You can tell like how she's kind of lashed, you know, fought back when people have come for her, like even like during the Black Lives Matter and everything. So like, I feel like I am confident in her. Like, I think she can handle, because going into this, The Rock's Daughter is, that's kudos for you to even like, even try, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got to root for her. Yeah. Uh, Like, and people don't go by it. Like, Brown Breaker is a fucking Steiner. He's not, we call him (laughs) baby Steiner, but like, 
He doesn't use the Steiner name. Uh, who the fuck cares? Stop bitching and complaining. Well, her dad did the same thing. Like, if you watch the latest episode of Young Rock, he talked about how he did not want to live off the name of Rocky Johnson uh-huh. or the Mayavia family. So he started calling himself Flex Cavana. And that didn't stick. And Vince is like, how about we go with Rocky Mayavia, which then became The Rock. So, like, he wanted to do the exact same thing yeah. she's doing. Yeah. Let's just, before she's even stepped in a ring, we're bitching. Like, let's just see right. what the fuck happens, guys. Right. Right. And kudos to her. Yeah. Absolutely. Or even doing that shit. Speaking of kudos, let's hand out some more. Uh, Liv Morgan gonna be in a movie. I'm so proud of her. Fuck yeah! I, uh, I believe so it's a dark comedy. I did not write down the name of it. Katie, do you remember the name of it? Uh, this kill room or the kill room? Or I think it's the like kill room. That? It sounds like a horror movie, which is right up my alley. So you know, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, the kill oh. room. Yeah, that's what it's called. Congratulations to her. Yeah, I know I love when the girls do other things, show that they have other talents to bring to the table. And Liv Morgan has like that it factor, like she always has. So I'm not surprised that she's moving into acting. Good for her. Good for her. Samoa Joe got cast as Sweet Tooth in the Peacock TV show uh, that they are doing for twisted metal which i grew up playing as a kid loved the series played one two three and twisted metal black uh really fucking cool i believe the character is actually going to be voiced by will arnett but it will be played by samoa joe so that should be really cool i love will arnett that's huge yep that's awesome I am because I'm always like wrestling. You can't wrestle forever, so it's like get these opportunities, get this money now. Yeah, you can, right? Hell yeah! Damn. Uh, Noelle Foley started her OnlyFans, and that is another thing we support is OnlyFans and sex workers. So if if you are interested in what that. Noelle can offer, it launched today. Is that what so, you were talking? No, about? No, that is not what I was talking about. Oh God! Okay. So literally launched today i think she tweeted out something about it last week saying it was coming launch today so if you want to go see more and support noel foley go check that out hell yeah yeah i'm i was very surprised but she's also hot so she doesn't have to do much to make money on OnlyFans. you know no. what i mean oh hell no. most female wrestlers don't i think Jenny Neidhart, who isn't technically a wrestler but is associated, does the most <laughs> oh, of anyone. So that chat, that YouTube channel is very um interesting. Mm-hmm. Out, out that of that pocket for what? It's it, yeah, it's <laughs> I am fairly certain Natalia's videoing and doing all the photo taking for Jenny too, so very interesting oh of course and their relationship is very close and actually i wouldn't be surprised if it ended up on pornhub at one point because it's very it had it's like that line and they know what they're doing and i'm all for women like you know like use what you have you know what i mean like you got it right thank you katie but it's also like what am i watching oh i'm watching and <laughs> if, if it made its way to porn up i would absolutely watch something between tj and jenny where natty comes in and catches them however that goes jenny stuck in a washer you know whatever the whatever the trend is right now you know my wife's sister stuck under the bed like i'm cool with it do your thing 
Um, Sammy and Tay Conti got engaged today at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Um, Sammy Vara, the first person to engage at one point, or am I having a fever? Eight months ago, to uh, at the time, his now ex fiance Pam. Uh, that so they went through the whole thing that Corey and Carmella went through, where when this came out, they were calling Tay a home wrecker and a slut and just shaming her as if it was her fault when Sammy was the one who was in a relationship. And again, we don't know what's going on between like Sammy and Pam at that point, why they ended things. Yeah. You can speculate. Yeah. Maybe it was a little soon for him to jump in or on Tay, however you want to look at it. Um, But like the way I look at it is listen, they're in the happy honeymoon humping phase where they're having sex every day and they think they're in love. Yes. They're in the bubble. If, Tay's that good that he decided to put a ring on it then let them figure that like that's their business right. let them figure that shit out right and she that claimed that crazy that is crazy but like i don't know if it's true but Tay conti did say that like his ex-fiance gave them her blessing or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know how true that is but i'm also like low-key a hopeless romantic so i'm just like what if they're like because Tay conti was in our long-term relationship too at one point I don't know the timing, but like, what if they're like, you know, soulmates or whatever, and it is what it is, you know, I I like to, I have to, I want to think that. I mean, I get that. I love love. Is it because they're like trashy on screen? Trashy on screen. Trashy on screen. But like, it's, it's the, um, over-exaggerated making out. Like, I don't want to see Sammy Guevara's tongue ever again. No. It, uh, I wouldn't want to see it. I don't like it. <laughs> can get it. Right? I'm, that's what I'm care. saying. I'm like... Can Sammy fight? <laughs> she was always hot, though. And now it's like, okay. I'm my just thing, saying, can Sammy fight? My thing is, like we said, like, that was the worst part of Double or Nothing was them in that match and all of the over exaggerated. But like you, I think we've all, for the most part, been in one of those relationships where it's very much lust, and then you figure out if it's love or not. And apparently, the lust was enough, or Tay was throwing it back good enough to where Tammy's like, or Sammy's like, I gotta lock this shit down. Like, I, I can't believe. I don't want to lose it. <laughs> So. I mean, shit. If I had take on that she's getting locked down day one. Uh, yeah. Put hey, a ring on right then and there. Sammy knew what he was doing. You know exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I hate to end this on a sour note, but last thing in news and rumors, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, WWE's former Pride Month poster boy, Jake Atlas, was arrested for domestic assault and in the process outed Duke Hudson as his partner, who was not initially out um so oh, come on, that all no happened that. yeah <clears throat> that's um, unfortunate now like there's been like so many reports of like oh it's presumably duke hudson but again the majority of the courts have said duke hudson so a being outed never fun being out in this situation fucking terrible i don't support domestic violence in any way shape or form so jake atlas can rot in hell because fuck that but i give duke hudson major props because he literally showed up on nxt on tuesday right and i would have never guessed with the way him and persia were going at it like they had me exactly 
I mean, you can could be could be team by shout out, but like absolutely still, still like that's that's fucked. Like nobody, no. Uh -uh. I don't think that's right. Like to out him, like that's just fucked up. Yeah, well, I mean, he got outed by the fact that he was reported as his partner. Like, it's not like Jake came out and said Duke, but unintentionally outed yeah. him, which is still bullshit. Um, 100% bullshit. Yeah. All right, so what I did was um, this weekend, Hell in a Cell is coming up. Uh, NXT TakeOver, or I don't think it's TakeOver anymore. NXT In Your House is coming up, um, mm-hmm. as well as seeing as I have one half of those wrestling girls and one half of the she Elite showcase i kind of grouped a bunch of women's wrestling specific stuff that's going on currently for us to talk about and then obviously we've got the other stuff like the mjf promo and the bigger stuff that we want to talk about as well but uh let's talk hell in a cell so first and foremost i'm swallowing everything cody and seth their hell in a cell match because I was not a Cody fan in AEW. I did not feel Cody yeah, at all. He has completely turned me around in his WWE run. I'm obsessed. I don't know what happened. It was like, again, I couldn't give two shits about him in AEW. I respected him for, you know, everything that he did or whatever, but I was like, okay, whatever. But I was also there at WrestleMania when he, when he came back. And that was a moment that I will never forget like it was magical and now every time i see him on wwe i'm like oh my god it's coming <laughs> and i'm like what happened to me and then to pair him with seth rollins is perfect because seth rollins is one of the best at what Amazing. he does and them yeah. to, them together right now is like oh i love it i love it i love it yeah and then the promo that seth cut on monday oh. where he was like uh, he said from the crowd, you left, you acted like a bitch. He doesn't like Cody and Cody can't smash a throne and then try and come back and take his just, Sheesh. and then they were brawling because Cody called him out and Seth tried to pump fake. They got into it. They got sp- like, I am all in on this feud. I am all in on fucking Cody Rhodes. Like, and I really thought he was just going to end up back in the intercontinental U S title picture within a couple months. Like I was not for it. I was wrong. I'll admit it. I was fucking wrong. I, I, I feel like Seth is just one of those people you can put whoever Anything. with, and you're pulling out banger after banger. Yep. And the trilogy is going to be great because it's in Hell in a Cell, which is the only match in the cell, I believe. Yeah, that's something we'll talk about. Because <laughs> that makes sense. But this match is gonna fucking slap. I'm so excited, so excited. and I hate Cody. I hate Cody. And I know it is in Chicago. Nice. And I don't normally like am most excited about like a men's match. I guess you could say, but that I'm like, yes, like just give me more, just give me more of it. I want it. Who you guys think is winning, Cody or Seth? Because Cody's already up two in the trilogy. He's already won two matches, so it's not like it's a rubber match. Does Seth actually pull one out here over Cody, or yeah, does Cody I, go over? I don't see Seth losing three times in a row. I, I, I see, my gut says Seth, 
but thinking about it, I, I mean, at this rate, it seems like they're grooming uh, Cody to be one of the people to try and take the belts off Roman. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So realistically, you could have Cody win the trilogy, puts him up in that like upper echelon with like fucking Seth Rollins again. Because Seth is one of the only people who realistically could take the belt off Roman at this point. Him and Drew, it's really all you got. So, I I just want Seth to win. He's been losing too much. I want Seth. I have a hard time not going with Seth, seeing as I've already watched him almost murder someone in Hell in a Cell. <laughs> oh, God. One of my favorite wrestlers, by the way. Yo, it happened yeah. and it sucked. Uh, that is one of the rare misses from Mr. Seth Rollins was trying I to murder my boy Bray. Bray Wyatt in the Hell in a Cell. So after seeing that, it's kind of hard to believe when he gets his hands on Cody that like he's not going to put a throne on Cody's face and smash it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> no, Cody might die. So. Yeah. He he's might definitely going to bleed. He will bleed. Oh, he's, he's been waiting. He's been waiting. No, he's going to bleed. He needs it. He's got that. He's got that fucking itch. He's like, I need to bleed. It's that time of month. He's going to. <laughs> Thank you. Hell in a cell. Um, yeah, hell in a cell. <laughs> we've also got our women's triple threat for the Raw Women's Title: Bianca versus Asuka versus Becky. A. How are we feeling about this being a triple threat versus just Asuka versus Bianca? Are we cool with Becky being in this, seeing as she's been in this i'm okay with becky being in this because i enjoy becky and oscar's dynamic so i'm like great throw her in there becky's hilarious right now to me so i'm like yeah throw her in there and it's you know residual from you know her food her feud with bianca that's fine but i do want at some point for it to venture off and just be like bianca versus oscar because i think oscar has you know, deserved more of like a presence. Like I hate when they use Oscar just as kind of like a little like, you know, just to kind of forward things along, like as, as a transitional yeah. piece to things. So I hope that after this, it kind of becomes more of like Oscar. Cause the thing is like Becky and Oscar have unfinished business and so do, you know, so so it's like, okay, that's triple threat kind of makes sense to me, but I'm gonna need it to go solo with just Bianca and Oscar. Cause then, cause Bianca has to keep, you know how she's beat every four horsewomen? It's just like she has to beat Asuka one-on-one next to continue being with the EST, I think. I was going to say just like Wait, a one-off threesome. Um, has she beat all four? Um, Becky, for sure. Becky, Bailey, Bailey, for sure. Sasha. I don't know about Charlotte. Is she? I don't know about Charlotte. Didn't didn't they like have a match and end in like a no contest or something? Yeah, something stupid. And she, I think, and Charlotte I think she just said Charlotte. Yeah, uh, dude, mm. Charlotte no selling shit is I hate it so That's goddamn much. Why she's not a ten out of ten to me as a worker because it's just like and it's funny because she sells for certain people and that's why I can't fuck with it. She didn't fucking sell for Lita, so she's dead to me. <laughs> right here, right here. Um. I'm I'm divided. I'd love to see just straight up Bianca versus Sasha because I or Bianca versus Sasha because I think they tear it down. However, some of Becky's best matches have been her Hell in a Cell matches, her match with Sasha, her match Ooh. with Bailey. 
and neither Bianca or Asuka have been in Hell in a Cell before, so it kind of makes sense to have Becky in there to work them through being in a Hell in a Cell. Is it? Is it actually in a cell? Or no, it's not in a cell. It's just from it's not. It, it, should it should be. be. Oh, okay. Should it be. Okay. Damn it. it. Should be. Actually, oh, yeah, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you had it in the cell, it would have been ten times better. Because now, best case scenario, you can have Bianca or Oscar pin Becky, kind of basically take Becky out of the situation, lead to Bianca and Oscar. Um, fuck it. Money in the bank. I'll be there. Sure. I'll see that match one on one. I'm down. Well, in your uh, listen, I can't arena? deal. Fuck you. I'm actually kind of happy because now I don't have to walk eight miles to fucking Allegiant Stadium in the blistering heat. So I'm happy about that. But I, I like I like Becky being in this. Like it it just adds that extra layer because Becky's great. She's she's been working her ass off, especially coming back from having a kid. So bangers, it's gonna be that if it's not Rollins and Cody, then it this is match of the night. And Oscar and Bianca had a match on Raw, right? They did, but I'm pretty sure Becky interfered. I think so I think it was a no win, contest. I think Oscar got the win. Oh, no. I think, it was I think Oscar Becky. did win. Yeah, Oscar won. Oscar did win. So Oscar's already got a pin on Bianca. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I'm into this. I'm interested. Um, Hell yeah. Something that you've been asking for for a very long time. Not quite what you wanted, but we are going to get the six person mixed tag match of the sex executioners, as I like to call them, <laughs> Judgment Day, uh, versus the club in Finn Balor. AJ Styles and Liv Morgan. Uh, Liv got the win over Rhea on Monday. So finally, uh-huh. finally, Liv won a fucking match. Good for her. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I am still of the mindset that I want a female brood with Rhea, Liv, mm-hmm. and Alexa. I think that would be very cool. What about Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross would also be good because I'm also actually surprisingly kind of feeling this whole dynamic between Liv, AJ, and Finn. Like it works for me. It yeah. really does. Yeah. And then I don't want one of them to fucking turn on Sunday. I said biggest plot twist of all, all three fucking turn. They all join Judgment Day. One big ass mega faction that runs the wrestling company. That's good. I would like to see it. Uh, then you get I your female like tag team that. of Live for Brutality back. I would totally like to see that. I forgot to ask. Uh, Asuka, Bianca, Becky. Who's walking away? Bianca? Bianca. It's gotta be Bianca. She's not losing at a fucking hell in a cell. No. Don't put nothing past anything, yo. That's how how wrestling breaks apart. They shady. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's winning this six-person intergender tag match? Judgment Day. I feel, I feel like the club, uh, the club and live kind of need this win, don't they? Because they've, I mean, they've got to get their asses beat the past few weeks. And then Finn they was off it. for a week because he was at Charlotte and Andrade's wedding, so he wasn't there. Oh. So then, uh, I, I think. Well, actually, I don't know. 
I, I think Judgment Day needs it more because they're an actual faction that they're trying to build where this is just three people with a common enemy that are together going against them so yeah. like i feel like it's gonna hurt edge damien and Rhea way more if they lose this match in building that faction which i need my new ministry i need this to be cool i need this to be something i do like it so far i need it i mean anything to see Rhea in a suit again i know my god i'm like obsessed with her <laughs> i would let can can buddy matthews fight Damn, so I, can't I was do just that gonna one. ask like is that for real but you just answered my question no no he can definitely fight i can't do that one I, no he, I, what i will argue he can't fight because he lost alexa to ryan cabrera and i know ryan cabrera can't fight so okay but ryan cabrera can sing and buddy can't that's a difference so maybe she's I'm a disney saying, kid she likes singing ryan can't fight <laughs> so it's not like ryan whoop buddy's ass like no i don't know if buddy don't can know. fight we'll see um I am spitting this match because I don't give a fuck about the match, but the build has been fantastic just because of Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. Like, I don't give two shits who wins. I don't give a fuck about the match, but Kevin Owens has been fucking amazing. The stuff he did with Sami Zayn. Oh, my God. KO, you can put him in any situation. You can have him do the comedy shit with this Ezekiel stuff. Uh, you can have him be serious in this cutthroat heel and want to literally kill Owens, kill kind of shit. And Kevin can do it all. So, like, hold on to Kevin and utilize him everywhere you can, but also kind of maybe give him a title because he hasn't held one in a hot minute. Because he's consistent saying. And, and always brings it and just to all the points you said. Title run seems like it would be a good thing. <laughs> Since we didn't do a show last week, we have to talk about the KO show from last week with Sami Zayn, where he called Kevin Owens Oose, and Kevin Owens is like, I'm sorry, what? What did you call me? And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, I hang around them so much. And, like, Kevin Owens shattering Sammy. Like, they don't give a fuck about you. Come join me. And, like, breaking him. And then Sammy running to the back. Because we'll talk about what he did tonight a little later. And being like, can I be like a honorary member? And they're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. We don't give a fuck. And he's just like, so happy that in his mind, he is now part of the bloodline as an <laughs> honorary member. Just wanting it so bad. We got to give Sammy his props too. He's so good. Oh, Sammy going off on Kevin about how Ezekiel and Elias are two different people. Because now the theory that the theory that Kevin Owens has is that Ezekiel was Elias's older brother or no, he was originally named Ezekiel and he had an older brother named Elias who died. So when he debuted in WWE, he was using his older brother's name and now has shaved his beard and reverted back to his actual name. Elias is the convoluted, insane, but absolutely hilarious theory that Kevin Owens has come up with for why is he cool is <laughs> so good. like what in the lifetime movie shit is has this turned into? Like, <laughs> I love that. But the thing is, I love every second of it because oh, they're all hilarious. Like when they had Chad Gable in the mix, also, I also find hilarious. Mm-hmm. And even um Otis, all of them <laughs> just are funny. They can keep up with each other. Like Sami Zayn, like they all like it's gold. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um 
Do you guys care who wins between KO I mean, and Ezekiel? I think I think Kevin just just for just to see what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, then the match that got made on Monday, we are going to see Austin Theory versus Mustafa Ali in Chicago for the United States title. So basically what happened this week was Ali had a number one contenders match against Ciampa. If he won, he got his title shot. Theory interfered, giving Ali the win, but whooping his ass. And then immediately after the match said, I'm going to give you the story. match. Now. You're a definitely felt more like. We had a British lady cameo there for a second. Um, <laughs> Sorry, my Alexa just started doing shit. <laughs> Is terrifying. your Alexa British? Uh, no. Because <laughs> she sounded yeah. British. She's disrespectful. She started playing a random like story. Okay. Like news story. Yeah, but yeah, she didn't hear me, my alarm. She didn't hear when I set my alarm this morning. But you know, wow. Oh. The, story, the pure disrespect. Story. Because I was, I'm like, if that's a thing, like, I may have to change. Like, can I get her to speak British to me? Because that's kind of hot. Like, you can also pay for like Samuel Jackson to like curse yes. at you. Yes, you can. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> All right. So, Theory's like, we're having the match now, bitch. Like, let's do it now. Whoops, Ali's ass gets the win. And then Adam Pierce comes out and he's like, hey, Vince thought this was great, but Vince also wants to see a rematch. So you're not out of the woods yet. Sunday, Hell in a Cell, Theory versus Ali. Match is going to happen. And Theory's just like, all right, well, fuck it. I guess I'll just have to kick his ass again. Um, Ali actually, I, I don't know how Ali can't get the win here after all of the shit that happened with him, like not showing up, saying he wasn't going to work. Then finally, like they had to promise him something. Yeah. And, and it's in Chicago. He's from Chicago. Yeah. But they do like to make people lose in their hometown. So. Yeah, but like Ali, Ali deserves this. He deserves this dub. Yeah. We say that all the time and then. Yeah. Like, man, fuck y'all. I hate Austin Theory. He sucks. Put it on Mustafa Ali. Bobby versus almost an MVP in a handicap match. I don't fucking match. care. <laughs> I, like, I love I like... the former Almighty, but like, bro, what are we doing? Yeah. And also MVP, really? I mean, I look at it like this. We're going to get a moment. We're going to get that moment where Bobby takes out almost and there's MVP. And now he is just stuck there with Bobby and Bobby wrecks him. Yeah. I mean, that is absolutely true. gonna happen. But like, Montalvo David, get your ass out of here. Stop. <laughs> I just don't care. And like, I love Bobby, but what are we doing? And Fun. then they're roping poor Cedric into this shit. He's getting his ass whooped every week by Bobby. Oh, Cedric just... still wants the hurt business. Bro, that's just been He's dead like for all of us, months. but like, bro, you gotta give it up. Or you're just gonna keep getting your ass whooped. Like, stay, get your ass beat. Stay, get your ass beat. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Uh, see, KO Ezekiel, the match I'm spitting. This one. Again, like we had the contract signing, Bobby threw the table, did the whole thing. MVP made some great points about how he created the almighty Bobby Lashley and so on and so forth, and he will end what he created and all of that. But 
security got wrecked. We've seen it all before. And yeah. honestly, unless almost an MVP get the win because they're trying to do something with almost like I don't like you're not really doing anything for Bobby here. Like yeah. and last but not least for Hell in a Cell, another match that I'm spending and don't give two fucking shits about that was announced tonight. We're gonna see Baron Corbin versus Madcap Moss in a no holds barred match because I, uh, sorry. I was no, gonna say because a few weeks ago Baron Corbin put a chair around Madcap Moss's throat and smashed it with the Andre trophy. And he showed up like a generic ass creator wrestler in straight black trunks, but it's still going by the name Madcap because for a second there, I got excited. He was like, Madcap Moss is dead. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Thank you. Finally. And then they still kept calling him Madcap Moss. I'm like, what are you just stop with the name? And this is the only SmackDown match on the card, by the way. Yes. If anyone was actually curious. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice that. Because the Intercontinental title apparently isn't good enough to make the show, but this is. No. Make that no. make sense. It doesn't. The disrespect constantly shown in the IC title is astronomical. It's a ricochet. Yeah, so, like, I want to see Ricochet get his chest caved in at Hell in a Cell, not on SmackDown. Yes, 100%. Like, I would rather watch Ricochet gonna take the title. Yeah. We know this. Make it at hell in the cell. All right. I had to say for later, but let's talk about it now. Since we're on the subject of Ricochet and Gunther, uh, I feel so bad for Ricochet because not only is he going to lose his title next week to Walter, but he is losing his woman to Shanky right now. Like Shanky is out there gyrating, basically stripping for her ringside. She got up and started dancing with him. I said it on Twitter. You got the kiss cam for Los Lotharios. I need a cut cam for Ricochet where we can just see him watching Shanky slowly steal his woman stop it this is horrible <laughs> I, I mean trevor what are you doing forget your girl but right. like dude <laughs> i couldn't be me couldn't if i had if i had samantha uh-uh that's yeah, just not happening she cute and it sucks because this is such a good opportunity to put prestige back on the title, having it on such an amazing wrestler. So why go this direction of like not featuring it? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's and again, I don't understand why they constantly give me Madcap Moss versus Baron Corbin week after week after week after week. I don't week. care. When we don't <laughs> give a fuck about either of them. Um, all right, let's talk in your house. So, uh, main event for the NXT championship, we have Braun Breaker versus Joe Wayne Gacy, Katie's favorite wrestler on the NXT <laughs> roster. Um, the whole story behind this is basically Gacy convinced Braun to agree to a match where Braun gets disqualified, he loses the title, and that has shown us week after week that he can get in Braun's head and manipulate him to giving into his anger. He is taunting him about his father not being there for major moments in his life and same. choosing wrestling over him and all of this. She said same. Oh, boy. I was hoping um, you would catch it. Talking shit about the family dynamic, begging him to lose control. He almost murders an interviewer with a TV and then calms himself. And he's like, no, it's cool. Like, but he, he about smashed your head with the TV. Like, that, that shit happened. Um, I love the whole cult leader thing. I am going to go Joe Wayne Gacy on this one. I, I, 
I feel like Braun's getting called up pretty soon anyway. I don't know if he beats Gacy, how much more, like maybe we'll get a mellow. That might be cool. Like there are other options you can do, but there's not a whole lot ready for Braun after this. And I don't think there are a whole lot of people he can face after this, that he's really going to gain anything from. And they got a lot of stock in him. So I'd actually kind of like to see what Joe Wayne Gacy and his velvet cakes do with you know, <laughs> the red velvet cakes do with that title. Like I'm all for it. I am sick. I am a sick, demented human being. I need more people in sex cages. I need more gang bangs by the undead creatures of the night. I need all of that. All of it. If if Harlan was here, we'd be kidnapping people and putting them in the back of unmarked vans. Like, stop it. Maybe he could have have a wait. Hold on. Maybe we could have a celebration when he wins the title, where he brings the entire locker room out and gives them punch. Oh my god. Maybe some Nike sneakers, perhaps. All matching the, you know. I like I like See? where you're going with this. I like where you're going with this. This shit almost turned into Jonestown real fast, and I <laughs> don't like it. Don't pull that shit with me. No, no. Um, I have one issue with this match. Joe and it's not Joe and Gacy. Oh. It's not Joe and Gacy. Uh, even though I'm not a fan. Because um, actual serial killer. No. So before this stipulation was added, Braun never like got DQ'd or anything like that. So it just seemed like such a just a random generic thing to throw on this main event. Agreed. But like I understand the whole psychological thing, pushing Braun to his limit trying to get him to get DQ'd, which he has once. But I, I just don't like that being the stipulation for this. Well, I, I feel like, like you could have upped it more. I feel like it's more so we've seen Braun being taken over by his emotions, like with Dolph Ziggler giving yeah. into it and everything. And my boy Joanne Gacy, being the tactical genius that he is, saw this as a weak point and is looking to exploit it. And then he pushed him to get DQ'd once. He almost pushed him to murder this past week with that poor interviewer. And now he's going to push him to do the same. He's just going to keep taunting him and taunting him. It'll be very curious to see if Braun gives into the rage beast inside him and fucks Joe Wayne Gacy really hard like he wants it. Or if he can control it, control it, and pull out the whip. I don't know. I don't I don't want to see the NXT where Joe Wayne Gacy is your your main champ. I'm uh como se dice fucking terrified of that thought. <laughs> uh Just so you're going with Braun? What about you? We PR. I'm going Braun. I'm gonna go Braun. Okay. So I'm alone. Hey girl. That's okay. That's okay. Because I uh, want Braun and Mello, and I want Mello to take it off of them. Yes. Well, Mello has a shot at getting his North American title because he is facing Cameron Grimes one-on-one. I love Mello. I'm with you. I'd love to see him move on past this. I need them to put that North American title on my boy Solo. Hell yes. Or Solo's got next. <laughs> let Solo jump past the North American title and let him take it off Braun. Like, oh, my God. He is my yes. favorite person in NXT right now. Like hands down, it like it's toxic attraction because toxic, toxic attraction. attraction. <laughs> but Solo Sokoa for the men is hands down the person 
I am most invested in. He is killing it. I am 100% completely against the idea of him calling up, going up and joining the bloodline. I want him to be the outlier that goes against Roman and his brothers and be solo solo because that's one, that's his whole deal. Like I I want nothing to do with this, but solo did get a win over Duke Hudson. Cameron got a win over Nathan Frazier and then got his ass whipped by Carmelo. We going Cameron or Carmelo here. I would never go against Melo ever. See, Melo don't miss. But like, are they, I mean, are they actually going to like finally take it off of Cameron and put it on Melo? I don't know. It's, There's more value in Solo versus Melo, I think, than there is in Cameron versus Solo if Solo's got next. So I, I mean, I'm going to go Melo. Yeah. If, if we're looking at it like that, I mean, God damn, I love Carmelo Hayes. So, like, he's so nice, too. I bet. Damn it. Love Carmelo. He's, he's so nice in a lot of ways. Um, I love the show. <laughs> you can be as thirsty as you want to be here. We are all about yeah, it. Speaking of being thirsty, women's NXT championship, Mandy Rose versus wendy chu um i am all about toxic attraction specifically gg dolan and mandy real quick because we don't really talk about this uh how are you guys feeling about mandy now that she's in nxt because she still gets a lot of criticism and a lot of hate and i personally have seen a shit ton of growth in mandy as champion in nxt (laughs) with what she's been doing i think she gets a lot of undeserved hate because people still look at her the way they did when she was on the main roster and she came up. I think she's been fucking fantastic. However, I also kind of really just want chaos in NXT and would love to see Wendy Chu get the title. Like, I want to see her pull it out of her pillow. (laughs) I want to see her sleeping with it. Listen, I love Mandy. It's got to end sometime. You can't like, don't be like, don't be like Savannah and think that she can be champion forever. She can't. Ew, I know she's not gonna be champion forever. Please don't. Um, Well, I was thinking more so, like... Roxanne, Cora. uh, uh, Yeah, like Cora, Roxanne. Well, if Roxanne wins the breakout tournament, then she's got her shot right there. Which isn't on this fucking show. No, and that's some shit. That's interesting, yeah. You would have it on fucking NXT. Yeah. Why not have the championship of your women's breakout tournament on the big show? Because they suck. Um, so you're going Mandy I'm gonna go Mandy because I think Roxanne's gonna take it off her Uh, I'm also swallowing this entire feud like Wendy was shooting spitballs at Mandy Rose and caused (laughs) like incited a riot she was just wearing a cow onesie I mean that's fucking gold and I don't know why Mandy got mad because I'm certainly for sure that wasn't the first time she's been hit in the face with the white ball so stop it that's not the first load she took uh, to the chest or face. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not. I'm just saying. I don't know what she was so upset about. Maybe it's because it was from Wendy. Maybe she's not into Wendy. I don't know. It was, um, it was on TV. And maybe that—that's a public. So you're public, saying that's a if it was, we should have to pay more for that on OnlyFans? Like, if they're gonna get me on free TV, I'm gonna take it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Relax. Relax. Uh, so you, I'm going Wendy. Queen Pierre, you're going Mandy. Yep, Mandy. 
and Katie's going Mandy. Damn, I'm all over by myself here. By the way, no more JC Jane on the mic because these lollipop guild jokes, and that's also the next match is women's tag team titles. She is trying, but like women's tag team titles, Casey Catanzaro, or I'm sorry, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. I, I honestly think they're gonna take it too. Oh, I think, they're they're taking they're taking the titles it's off. Gigi and finally time. They need what? to. You think so? This has been the only women's tag team in NXT for so long, and I think they actually deserve to get these titles even just once. Like they have, besides the whole EDM, them doing drugs, whatever the fuck you want to say, like them partying, like they have improved in the ring both separately and together as a tag team they deserve to be at the top of this mountain for a little bit at least so i say get that bro yeah well those wrestling girls actually just recently dropped an episode where they talked about the women's tag team titles and i don't want Casey or sorry katana and caden to end up like the riot squad being there and never winning the titles which you guys do a great job of going in and talking about. So if you guys love women's tag team wrestling, women's wrestling, definitely go check that episode out. Cause it was a fun dive with Krista B and queen PR, but uh, yeah, I, I, I have to go with Casey express. Like I got to go that way. I'm also kind of curious as like, so Brooks Jensen broke his hand. It's, I can't call him Brooks and Den- done anymore because now Josh Briggs is like by himself. And when I call it, like, I can't just call him yeah. done because Pete done, like they fucked it all up, but he broke his hand. He can't jack off. Is he also no longer interested in Caden Carter? Like, I guess not. I mean, he's still, he kind of just gave up, I think with Caden. So he's still trying. Well, now he's like, Oh, can't use my hand. Shit. Um, so maybe after he's healed, they, they could go back to that or maybe, you know, he just needs a nice, yeehaw girl let him in the bartender date or some shit i don't think fallon's into him at all ah fallon's like no thanks when a girl sets up a dating profile for you to meet someone else that's a good indication that she's not trying to get with you yeah i mean someone's got to take one for the team though if no one else (laughs) does it might have to be fallon I don't think I've ever wanted a wrestler to lose their virginity more, and that included Drake Maverick. Oh my god, stop! <laughs> Poor Drake. Poor Drake. Um, Queen PR, Toxic Attraction, or Casey and Caden? Um, I would like to see um Caden and what's her name? Her new name. Katana. 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 Yes. I would love to see the win for everything said about the Riot Squad, but Toxic Attraction. Toxic Attraction. I mean, I'm not going to be mad if I get more They're GG. They're it right now. Oh, I will never be mad if more GG don't win in my life ever. She's hot. She's hot. Uh, Pretty Deadly versus the Creeds. Listen, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Roderick Strong. He's getting involved in the Creed's matches. They're getting mad at him. Then he's all like, I'm going to go out there with my new best friend, Damon, and we're going to go do this shit. And then the Creed's come down to save him. And it's very clear. And he's still all mad at them because he was about to get his head taken off of the belt. Like they saved him. He's like, I would have won. Like, who the fuck are you, Roderick Strong? You were not taking a shot to the face from a fucking belt and still kicking out. You are not special. 
Then he tells them if you lose the tag team titles, you're out of Diamond Mine. They are Diamond Mine. Like they it was them and Malcolm Mine. Bivens. You were just kind facts. of around. Facts, 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 facts. What, like, honestly, this is why Roddy wasn't the fucking leader in Undisputed Era. Exactly. He sucks. I'll hit a warrior. I hit the bricks. Like, Ivy and the Creeds, that is Diamond Mind. Ivy Nile's fucking fantastic. Huge role. Everything she does, she's great. I love her. Little tiny Pitbull, strong as fuck, is slowly improving. I'm about it. And the Creeds are basically like her older brothers. I love that. I love that dynamic with the three of them. So, fuck Roddy. Did you see the way that she shoved that that stripper secretary up against the locker and then asked her for consent to get physical with her in the <laughs> locker room on Wednesday? That's mm. bad, but that's <laughs> well, Ivy was so basically with this whole thing, like Ivy's torn in the middle and Kiana James, which also sounds like a porn star uh, who dresses like a sexy secretary stripper was like. <laughs> From my calculations, it seems like you're going to need to get new friends because there's no way the Creeds are beating pretty deadly. And Ivy just grabbed her and shoved her up in the locker and got right in her face. And then they had the match and Ivy won. And then Pretty Deadly was making fun of her. The Creeds came down and attacked them. I, I think the Pretty Deadly is going to retain, though. I don't think the Creeds are getting the win here. I think this is the end of Diamond Mine. Um, yeah, yeah. Which then, good. Roddy can have fucking Damon. And then the three of them can go off and do their own thing. Fuck Roddy. Damon Kemp. Right? Damon Kemp. Whatever. Yeah, him. Are we impressed with uh, Damon's debut? He's uh, what's his nuts brother? Um, Gable. Gable Steve- Stevens' brother. Stevenson. 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 Not yeah. Stevenson. Stevenson. I've been saying Stevenson for months now. So thank oh, you for uh, that. <laughs> I think I can't remember if it was Matt who kept getting mad. Maybe. Somebody kept saying Stevenson. It was probably Matt. Um, Yeah, it's his younger brother, I think. Cute, 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 cute. Um, The way they they are pumping the Olympian. I shouldn't do that in quotations, actually. I feel like they're going to pull out the red carpet for his brother, for sure. uh, Once he debuts, it's game over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, and then the last match for In Your House is Legato Del Fantasma versus my boy Tony D and the family uh, six-man tag team match. We had the little cruise this week where they went out on a boat and where they went out on a boat. Tony offered up the stipulation that if he and his boys lose, they will be absorbed into the Legato family. And if Legato loses then Legato will become part of Tony's empire and work for Tony. I love everything that they have fucking done with this feud. This is one of my biggest swallows on NXT because it's Mm -hmm. like watching a mafia movie where you have the cartel versus the mafia. Electra Lopez looked fantastic on that. Always, always. Uh, no. Also took a loss to Cora Jade this week. Did Electra, but that's neither here nor there. She's that's, still a good dude. We don't talk about that. Shh. How do you guys feel about Cora Jade? I'm curious. <laughs> I mean, uh, she gives. She's giving. She. It's like 
AJV and Bailey in one person. Mm, like, like good. NXT page in there. A little bit page. Like, it's a combination of those three in one person, I think. I really so, like what I mean, she was doing until after the Natalia stuff, and she's kind of cooled off since then. And I don't like, I really thought they were pushing her, and I really thought they were going to do something yeah. with her. And then they yeah. just kind of like Roxanne came up and they're like, oh, hey, we're going to do this now. Yeah. So chill. And <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, um, uh, I don't mind Avril Levine. <laughs> I mean, we all thought we were Avril Levine at one point. So. Avril Levine was my first concert. I thought, I thought so I was like, we all kind of vibes at one point. I like her uh, thicker twin better over on AEW sky blue but that's neither here nor there that's so so i was like she reminds me of someone i don't know who like i just see like on you know social media and everything and when you said that that makes so much sense thank you is she on twitch too sky blue uh that i don't know oh okay okay yeah she, she might be like a, yeah. Yeah, they look alike. <laughs> uh i i will fight vince on this i will for tony's winning tony is there is no other choice. Tony's got to win. I, I do not want to see Tony bend the knee to Legato. I need Tony to win. Tony has to win. That's that. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I gotta go Tony. Tony D'Angelo, come on. I just like them so much. Like, their whole presentation that I just have to, I have to go with them, too. <laughs> um, so... Uh, no. What show are you guys more excited for, Hell in a Cell or NXT in your house? In your house, shockingly, because it just seems more fun. I don't know. NXT has been like a little bit more fun for me. I've been so checked out ever since the whole Sasha and Naomi thing. Okay. And I wish there were more like SmackDown matches too. Um, one and it's or more than one season. Hell in a Cell match. That triple threat, they should have announced it like on Friday or like on Monday that it was like a Hell in a Cell match. Sure. So I'm gonna have to go in your house. I'm more excited for. I don't. I don't know. I think I like or I'm excited about like the same amount of shit on either show. So I I'm excited to see both. I mean, we'll just have to see how in your house does tomorrow. So it might because I don't know. I think I'm like split, honestly. I'm probably gonna go in your house as well, just because there's really only three matches on Hell in a Cell I give a shit about, and pretty much everything I'm down for on NXT. I don't think there's anything where I'm like, eh, I don't need to see that. But like we said, Corbin versus Madcap, don't give a shit. KO versus Ezekiel, don't give a shit. <laughs> so no, no, right. no. While we still have Queen PR, uh, let's get into. So tonight. We had a six-pack challenge, which I almost felt was kind of fucking insulting to do after what happened on Raw, yeah, that you just did that. the same thing on SmackDown, but nobody left this time. You're an Italian Who's fan. Soon? <laughs> I know. You're an Italian fan, correct? Yes. Natalia won. She is the number one contender for Ronda Rousey's championship, and I'm sure because they're best friends and Natalia's trained Ronda, it'll be fantastic for me. Natalia is the girl who always walks in in a porno and finds her husband sleeping with someone else, but never the girl he's sleeping with. Neither here nor there. I'm just, I'm not big on Natalia. 
Um, oh, you and Kristen B are right there. She's yeah. like, I don't get it. How could you say anything good about her? I'm like, I just do. I love her. <sighs> I love that we got Shotzi and Zia Lee on TV. Ah, good for them. Yeah. I eat up everything Shotzi Blackheart. This even this corny like her and Aaliyah locking each other in locker rooms thing. But it's another feud yes. for right. women that's not involving the title. Yeah. They need more of that in wrestling so in general, right. but like the WWE for sure fucking needs it. And, and Zia Lee could get it too though. Oh my god. She is so hot. That was the best part of SmackDown. Zia Lee was <laughs> on TV I could look at her all day long. Bitch, don't even start it. Mm-hmm. Katie wants to be kicked in the face by Zia Lee so bad. That's all I want. I love that for you. I want Thank that you. for you. Thank you so much. Manifesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we also have Stokely Hathaway debuting in AEW as Jade's PR cool. alongside the debuting Athena, who yes. is challenging the baddies who beat Kira Hogan tonight in her first match and honestly the best she's looked in a very long time. Nice. Is she signed um, yet? Did they sign she her? She signed. They did. Oh, good for her. Or nothing. She got, she signed, got the yep. graphic. Good for her. And she jumped right into a feud with the baddies and Jade Cargill. So it is Chris Statlander, Anna Jade, and Anna Jay and uh Athena on one side and then Kira Hogan, Red Velvet and Jade Cargill. On the other, with Stokely as the mouthpiece for the baddies. Perfect. I'm all for this. Bro, give me every combination of the six. Yeah, (laughs) I'll take them all. (laughs) There's not a thing in that combination I wouldn't swallow. On God. Definitely swallowing. Dead ass. I almost said something. I'm not going to say that. Um, (laughs) Okay. I know you have to go soon, so when you do, just let me know. Uh, again, thank you for coming on. We'll have you plug your stuff before you go, but uh, we'll just keep rolling through until you until you're ready to tap out. Because uh, I know you had like two hours of sleep I in the should. last forty eight hours. So, um, can I have an open invitation? Yeah, absolutely. Yay! Okay, great, great, great. So uh, it's just gonna happen again. <laughs> oh, baby, it will happen again. Don't you worry. You talked about Julia Hart's turn in joining House of Black. I did. I'm spitting. I've got issues. Listen. I know. I know. December, she got sprayed with the mist. From December until June, she has been walking around with an eye patch and the growing stuff. Like, I love I love Malachi Black. I love all of that. But, like, she was part of the Varsity Blondes. She had her chance mm-hmm. to turn against the Varsity Blondes, and she said no. So why does it make sense, logically, for her to then show up as part of the House of Black in a match against Pac and Penta and Ray FedEx, I don't, I don't get it. Like it, the fact that she turned not on her people, not on the Varsity Blondes, but just showed up in a match against somebody else that she's not even associated with. Just it did not make sense to me. Like I'm happy she's there. I'm interested to see what she's doing, but I'm spitting the fact that they did it the way they did it because they could have done it better. Can I offer you this? You can decline it. I have one thing to say about this that may or may not make sense. When she was possibly going to turn on Varsity Blondes, so like 
at whoever handed her the chair and they wanted her to hit Griff. Um, Death Triangle came out and stopped it. Like they saved her. So I, f- and you could have that play into it. And why, dude, I don't know. I'm fucking trying. But here. if they <laughs> saved her, why would she turn on them? Maybe but not her boys. She didn't want to be saved. Mm, After the fact, she was like, you know, maybe I should have crushed Griff Garrison's skull in with that chair. And maybe. Seeing, as, seeing we has a rampage and a dynamite, and on rampage she had a promo package vignette. It would have been great for her to mention why she decided to turn when she did. And if they do explain it and that's what they say, then I'll accept it. But until then, I'm spitting the shit out of that logic because AW does this dumb shit all the time where they start doing something great and then they just kind of botch botch it for no fucking reason. Oh, it seems like every wrestling promotion, you know, sometimes yeah. just does that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the common theme, really. Kind of weird. Sure. For sure. All right. Uh, Queen PR, let everyone know about those wrestling girls, where they can find you and Krista B and all the awesome, amazing stuff you guys have been doing. Um, so you can find those wrestling girls on YouTube, everywhere you find your favorite podcast. New episodes every other Monday. Um, we just dropped our Real Talk episode on the tag team, women's tag team division in WWE and those championships what went wrong. Um, so please check that out and let us know what you think because um, I have a feeling that they're going to get discontinued um, or whatever, you know, what they do, put them on hold. Um, and we have a lot of fun stuff coming. Um, can I just point a couple of events that are happening this summer? Absolutely. Um, so uh, shout out to Pretty Heels. They're hosting Black Russell Fest, Juneteenth weekend, June 18th and 19th in Brooklyn. Um, it is a lot going on. I can't even like keep track. Um, there's going to be a wrestling rap battle, wrestling video game tournament, panels, wrestling game shows, meet and greets, um, wrestling shows, obviously, promo photo shoots, and so much more. Those wrestling girls will be there uh, as a part of Podcast Row, where you can go and create content with some of your favorite wrestling podcasts. So I have to give a shout out to that team at Pretty Hills. It's like Black women and their community, like really putting in work. So um, it's blackwrestlefest.com if you want more information, if you want to buy tickets. Um, And then in August, uh, we have the Black Girl Magic Wrestling Show, all Black women card in brooklyn um and then august 20th is jobber slam 2 with jobber tears podcast which is one of the jobber slam 1 last year was probably one of the best wrestling shows i've ever been to so i can only imagine what jobber slam 2 is going to be about so that is what's going on with those wrestling girls so thank you for having me guys and i really hope that this is like the first of like many appearances absolutely you have an open invitation krista b has an open invitation send us her love tell her i need her inside the mind of with katie that has to happen asap yes i will make that that happen because me and katie make things happen so yes yes, we do baby manifest (laughs) thank you so much for drinking coffee and staying up you are so welcome if i had gotten a little more sleep last night i would be on longer but i got you it's all good. We'll have you yes, back on very soon. Right. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. So now it's just you and me. So <laughs> let's see. <laughs> you said uh-huh. <laughs> Owen Cup. Owen Cup. It happened. Double or nothing. It happened. Brit won. 
Tony Tony should have won the fucking cup. Point blank period. I'm also spitting Brit winning. Like, why the fuck? Brit, I mean, I get it. The power couple winning, whatever. It didn't need to happen, though. Like, we knew we, Adam was going to win. Can we talk about Tony's O-face, though? Real quick. <laughs> I really hope Vince makes that the title. I hope the title is Tony's O-win face. And it is, literally, there's a picture of Tony Khan hugging Martha Hart and coming in his pants. Like... Yeah, he, it was weird. Uh, I mean, big swallow, though, to Dr. Martha Hart for doing everything with oh, yeah. this. Like, and she's fantastic. She's a fantastic human being. And just accepting the fact that, like, they're doing this for Owen and letting the crowd kind of just, like, you know, we got the Owen chance. They got the, they got the thank you, Martha chance. Like, She's a big swallow for that entire thing. And she said it, this was the first one. So we will see more of this in the future. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I don't understand weird fucking wrestling fans who are like, well, it should have been on. Like, it was never going to be on WWE. If you didn't right. get it here, you were never getting it. So if you <laughs> are an Owen Hart fan, if you are an Owen fucking Hart fan and you want to see Owen Hart celebrated, this is where you're going to see it. You were never getting in WWE, and that is not on Martha. That is not on WWE. Did some dumb fuck shit, and a man died. Yep. She has no obligation to you or anyone else to do what you think is right or what should be done or communicate with that company whatsoever. She is fully within her right after losing her husband to say fuck Vince and fuck that company. Literally. If you can't enjoy a cup and a dedication to Owen and all of this then you are not upset about Owen Hart. You are upset that WWE got shafted because you are supporting the company and not the wrestler, and that is fact. Bingo. Hands down, zero. Take it however you want. That's it. Um, Not a fan of Britt winning, though I do think she gets more out of it than Tony would because the winner of this doesn't get a title shot or anything like that. Tony can't take the belt and lord it over people because she's a good guy. Good guys don't do that. Brick can wear it out, brag about it, use this to further her legacy in AEW and while not being champion, still carry around a belt and act like she's a fucking champion, even though it won't be defended. So, yeah, I mean, Brit is one of, she's Tony's golden goose in the women's division yeah like she's gonna like she'll get a shot at the ubs title eventually so probably after jade loses it but after, uh, yeah of course after jade loses she is the golden goose but she doesn't have to be you have fucking ruby solo you I have know. tony storm you have now athena you have thunder Statlander. rosa who- it's Chris Statlander. Thunder Rosa doesn't cut a great promo, neither does Serena Deeb. That whole feud was fucking awkward, but they put on a decent match. I don't yeah. learn nothing. But it's also the fact that Thunder Rosa is your champion and you don't have her on TV. You don't have her paraded around as much as you did with Britt. And that or fucking sucks. Or you do Jade. Exactly. Like basically, it seems like Jade is the AW Women's Champion, not Thunder Rosa. That's how much Jade is on TV compared to Rosa, which mm-hmm. sucks for Thunder Rosa because she worked her ass off to get that title off of Brit, and now she gets 
20 minutes of TV time to Thunder build up this feud. Rosa. Dude, Sorry. her theme's a banger. Um, I agree with you. She wasn't on Wednesday or Friday. Mm-mm. No, and she's apparently uh, expressed some uh, grievances that she's not happy right now because she's not being utilized. A lot of people have expressed some grievances with the way they're utilized in AEW. Now, I planned on talking about Tiffany Stratton versus Roxanne in the breakout tournament, who was going to win, seeing as we already mentioned that it wasn't going to be on there. But let's sidebar that. <clears throat> Move on down to <clears throat> the MJF promo. Dude. The shoot that became a work that became a work shoot or whatever the fuck it is. Listen, here's the thing swallowing it all day it was fucking entertaining it was fantastic this is what we this is what we love about pro wrestling and if you didn't like it and you're criticizing it it's because you hate AEW. yep or you hate mjf because this was objectively fucking fun and fantastic and it's every everyone that is being honest with themselves with the way they have worked this from him, no showing a meet and greet and having to give fans refunds to the squash match. They booked him in a double or nothing where he got destroyed by Wardlow Mm -hmm. to him coming out and cutting this promo. If it is a work, which we are all now at this point, pretty certain it is a work because they let it go as far as they did. It is fucking fantastic and entertaining. You just need to learn how to enjoy some shit and put your fucking bias aside because this was great. Now, I have expressed very much in the past when I was a part of Smacked Raw, not a big MJF guy here. Hate MJF. Maxwell Jacob Friedman's a rat bastard. This promo fucking sold me. I never was so invested in something MJF was saying. It's, it's more so he spoke no, like, lies. Everything he said in his promo was fucking true. Tony constantly getting ex-WWE guys. True. Would he pay Max more if he was an ex-WWE guy? Probably. Tony should be behind the fucking barricade with the fans. Kind of fucking true. We've said it. Tony's a fanboy with daddy's money and using it for the wrong kind of bumps. (laughs) But like, Max wasn't necessarily lying. And that's what I love about it. And he called Tony a fucking mark. And that was so funny. Listen, two things. One, Mr. Warren Hayes brought this up. If it was a shoot and Max was really trying to get fired, he would have brought up the fact that Tony's a cokehead. He would have called Tony a cokehead. <laughs> that would have happened. He, had to, he would have, definitely. And I hope it still happens. Like, I hope they just lean into that and he and makes some us. sort of reference. However, uh, him calling him a mark. I, I, just an aside real quick. Uh, after that happened, the idiot fucking Meltzer quote came up where Meltzer said that the term Mark and the N word are the same. And there are people defending Meltzer and agreeing with him again, very simple rule, ladies and gentlemen, if you will say one word and you won't say the other, the word that you won't say is worse than the one that you will literally fucking blows my mind that people are like they will say mark they'll be like oh mark is this but then they'll say the n-word if you 
are saying the n-word you can't say that because it's so bad but you can say mark they're not the same fucking thing and if you think they are you're fucking stupid they are not they are you got problems because like the people can say oh they bleeped it they only bleeped it because he said fucking right before it Mm -hmm. like obviously are you dumb are you fucking thick like stop it y'all ain't smart you're not slick stop trying to think you know everything and put your bullshit bias opinions out there like no one fucking cares or trying to take a word that has oppressed an entire race of people for ever and equate it to an insult used at wrestling fans like because it hurts your feelings like you guys are all fucking marks out here tony's a fucking mark i'm a fucking mark she's a fucking mark you're all we're all fucking marks like you are again we all mark about something yeah exactly and I marked out for this MJF promo because it was fucking great. Dude, I literally, that's why hell froze over. I, I chose MJF as one of my wrestlers of the week. Well, I know you did because I was there. But also, speaking of hell freezing over, since I didn't get to talk about it last week, <laughs> I actually have a favorite New Japan pro wrestling wrestler. My gasp. Who, the Matt, Great Okan. The Great Okan. All hail the Great Okan. The stripper ass grabbing, giant mechanical dick riding, getting his ass whooped by a sexy nurse in a restaurant, fun having great Ocon. I made fun of this man because I did not know who he was. I joked about it's weird you're calling Tony Khan great. I was going to call him the great and powerful Oz. This man has earned my respect in his little tour through the United States. So shout out to the great Ocon. Uh, two people that However, I have not are Hickey Licker and Tamagotchi. Uh, <laughs> Hickey Licker was in a six man tag <laughs> with the UE or a 10 man tag or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. yeah, it was Hickey Licker and the UE versus Darby Allen, who is the surrogate adopted <laughs> child of Jeff Hardy, filling in for him because, again, he's old and broken and dumb and did old, broken, dumb man shit. Matt Hardy. Jurassic Express and Christian. Mm-hmm. Which Christian's got some weird obsession with Jungle Boy. I'm just saying. It's it's grooming. Perhaps? I kind of hope I mean we'll see. Maybe Christian shows up in like a a, a priest outfit next week and <laughs> starts calling him choir boy or altar boy. Her. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why we haven't seen much of Anna Jay and Jungle Boy together. Maybe Christian's jealous. I mean, Matt Hardy tried to be like, "I'm sorry for losing," and Jungle Boy's just like, "Yo, it's okay." And Christian immediately just like takes him and like pulls him away and like looks at Matt Hardy. Like he's like, sucking my teeth. Suck my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking weird. Like, I, Christian doesn't need to be with Jurassic Express. I also think that trio, triple tag match, whatever the fuck it was, a double or nothing, slapped. Yeah, except Jurassic, Jurassic Express, Express it, should have lost. Exactly. They should have. Swerve and Lee, I, baby. Swerve and Lee. Literally. Hell, I would have been, I would have been okay with uh Ricky and Powerhouse. Like, I would have been fine with that. I was genuinely shocked that Jurassic Express walked away with their titles. I'm with you. Uh, while we're on it again, CM Punk was 
your AEW champion for all of almost a week. Uh, he beat in a somewhat kind of sloppy uh, match Hangman Adam Page. If you are a huge Adam Page fan and you want to console yourself and cry real tears and maybe jerk off with them, go listen to She League Showcase. You can join Savannah in doing so uh, because she was very upset by this. However, we found out tonight a couple of things. CM Punk is hurt. CM Punk is not relinquishing the AEW championship. He was going to, and Tony told him that he has faith in CM Punk. And the plan going forward is on Dynamite on Wednesday, there will be a battle royal. The winner of the battle royal will then face John Moxley in the main event. And the winner of that match will go on to face, I'm assuming, Tamagotchi, who was going to be CM Punk's opponent for the interim AEW Heavyweight Championship, which will then become unified as the undisputed AEW Championship back in Chicago at All Out. You knew this. Everything I just said, you saw that. You read that, right? Correct? I did. I did. That's because why that, was... that was the thing that I was thought I was surprising you with. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. No, I watched Rampage. Um, yeah, but they didn't explain all of that in that detail. Dude, they tried. I mean, I give Excalibur credit because, like, he really fucking tried. And they weren't clear on it. They were like, CM Punk's really pushing the title and then everything else is just like no he's actually not really pushing the title it's just an interim championship that's gonna happen like that makes sense because we don't know how we don't realistically know how long Punk's gonna be on we're assuming come September we're assuming he'll be fine by then depending on what actually I told you that motherfucker was limping so it has to be his knee or his leg I told you he said he needs surgery so I watched I watched that shit on Dynamite and the video of him coming out after MJF promo, he was limping. He got hurt during that match, which drove fucking full. But but it does yeah. suck that Punk didn't get to like do anything with this title. Like it does kind of actually blow. Hold on. So real quick, side yes. note, Ran- side or dynamite, dynamite. So I I was gonna swallow CM Punk winning the title because. Yay for him after seven years, eight years of whatever. Uh, His opening match as champion was a six-man tag match where he teamed up with FTR, which I spit because they never officially dissolved the pinnacle. As a matter of fact, Max Friedman said that the pinnacle is still a thing. And then now the whole feud with Punk, why is FTR with him? Explain these things. Do something to make it make sense. Don't just be like, oh, in real life, they're friends. So we're just going to ignore everything that we did and stick these two together. Spitting that. <laughs> Hell froze over. Max Caster's winning me over. His rap, <laughs> calling them the ass boys, them getting them to chant ass boys, the reaction between the ass boys and Max Caster. I don't know what it is. Finally winning me over. Good for you, Max. I... The weirdest part about the acclaimed and the ass family being a faction thing, well, because Anthony Bones is hurt. We've known this. Like, man's yeah, in a wheelchair. No, in a wheelchair. He, fucked up his, he fucked up his leg. He got surgery. Um, so we don't know how long he's actually out, but he's still on TV, which is nice. 
but it's the whole scissor me daddy ass thing i don't like and i'm drawing a line can you say that again one more time for me i am not fucking saying it again i need no i need you to say scissor me daddy ass one more time no i'm swallowing the fact that katie said scissor me daddy ass <laughs> that's what uh, he said <laughs> i'm also swallowing just that whole thing with the acclaimed i'm swallowing punk winning the title i'm spitting ftr being with him and them not making it make sense and them not officially yeah. dissolving the pinnacle and not addressing <clears throat> the fact that punk feuded with mg like just ignoring all of that history and putting them yeah. together in tag match and making them friends spitting that uh tamagotchi hiroshima tamagotchi uh some of you may know him as Hiroshi Tanahashi, but you're dumb. It's Hiroshima Tamagotchi. Uh, <laughs> but you're stupid. Answered Punk's challenge for Forbidden Door before he was hurt and out. Before this happened, yes. People cheered. Savannah got upset because she called everyone that cheered bandwagoners. Neither here nor there. Um, Swallowing Miro returning? Miro return! Mirror return, which was just you know very on the nose that after MJF's promo it was two X WWE guys, neither here nor there. But Miro's back, and Johnny Elite's taking L's, and that makes uh, unless he's got a drip stick, I don't give a fuck about him. So yeah, you get choked out by Miro. You get the what does he call his finisher now? It used to be the accolade. I don't know what he calls it now. It it was I don't know if it still is. It was called like Game Over. Oh, that might be Game uh, Over. I don't know if it still is though. How many Uchikuchi Gamis do you think we're gonna see from Tamagotchi? I'm sorry, one more time. How many Uchikuchi Gamis do you think we're gonna see from Tama Tamagotchi? You almost said the name right. Um I'll give it a how many do you think? Ten. Ten? Well, it's New Japan. They he'll like do five and no sell them, and then he'll do five and he'll sell them really good. Oh, true. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lowball it. I'm gonna say eight. eight. Say eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of things we got that I like and don't like, I'm spitting the Jagoffs. I'm spitting the Jagoffs existence. I'm spitting the fact that Jericho is having a hair versus hair match with Ortiz. I'm spitting all of that. I am swallowing Eddie Kingston trying to murder Chris Jericho. Yes. Spitting Daniel Bryan, stopping him. Should have just let him light him on fire. <laughs> Swallowing the fact that even though it didn't sound as cool, and I'm not going to lie and say it didn't, William Regal did the blood and guts thing since they can't say war games. For. He came out and said, blood and guts. And it, it was fun, even though it, it's not the same as war games. Yeah, like, because... Blood and guts just doesn't hit like war games. Like it's really fluid. But no, we got that. We're getting the jagoffs, which fuck them. They all suck. I don't care. Um, and as of right now, we have three of the other five. We have Kingston, we have Ortiz, and we have Mox. Santana has not accepted this challenge yet. And Brian Danielson is probably still pissed at Kingston for trying to light him on fire as well, which you should have just moved, Brian. You didn't want to get lit on fire, just move. Like, oh, ecosystem. Like, I understand that burning a pile of shit is go not good for the <laughs> ecosystem. Like, I get that, ladies and gentlemen. I understand 
you shouldn't burn <laughs> compost. And if Jericho is anything, he is a giant bag of compost. Uh, but he's yeah. also a fucking wizard, and I don't know what happens when you burn a wizard. Yeah. He might burn if, a hole in the ozone. If Neither I hear Jericho say he's a fucking wizard one more time, I can't wait for this motherfucker to get shaved bald. Because I'm a wizard. Because like, I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. Yeah. I'm a wizard. I don't give a fuck, fuck Harry Potter. Shut up. <laughs> God, it irritates me. I hate it, but I will swallow Mox and Garcia. That was a good match. And Mox is like, you're a tough son of a bitch to get along with, but add me into blood and guts. Yeah, of course. Because Mox loves violence. His theme was literally called unscripted violence at one point. It will be funny to see it. I'm going to assume, because you have to take someone out, that Wheeler Yuta will be back and will take Daniel Bryan's place because he's not going to want to be with... Kingston. Jericho or with Kingston, yeah. So Wheeler Which, Yuta will take that spot. Wheeler Yuta wasn't a part of the Anarchy in the Arena match, and that is why they lost. Well, he was busy in the Super Dupers. He was doing Super Duper shit over yeah, in but Japan. But now he's now he's now he's done with that. No, he's, he's he lost the Super Dupers. He's all done. He can come back. He is not Super Duper. He's not Super Duper champion or he's whatever not, you he's win not at the, the end. Best of the Super Dupers. Yeah, he's not the best of the Super Dupers. <laughs> So, uh, he's back. Bullshit. I love that everyone feeds into my bullshit. I got Warren. That's why Hayes we're here. To, I got Warren Hayes to feed into it. It's great. That's he, all that matters. And then I throw him a bone every now and then and say someone's name right. You know, so he knows I, know. I can do it. You um, really can. Except for Hickey Liquor, like, dude, that one caught me so off guard. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Uh, Is that why you asked me what his name was? No, I literally had no idea who the fuck that guy was. I wasn't, I clearly wasn't paying attention because I heard Adam Cole's music and then Adam Cole was at commentary. And then the next thing I knew it was the Bucks music. And I didn't even see Red Dragon come out or Hickey Liquor. I had no idea. And then all of a sudden I see all of the other people come out and I'm like, this is a very one-sided match. It's like 10 guys on one team versus the Bucks. What's going on here? And then I look over, I'm like, oh, there's Red Dragon and Hickey Liquor. Who the fuck is that? He looked like he looks like uh, skinny man, kind of like he had the hair and everything. Like I had no idea who it was. And then well, I'm like, who is that? I, and then I explained it to you. So yeah, you're like it's Hickey Licker, and I'm like, sweet Hickey Licker. He's part of the Bullet Club, I guess. It's, yeah, so too sweet. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do it. Do it. Um, Fuck you, rude. Thank you. Uh, we talked about Shanky and the cut cam. <laughs> uh, I'm spitting this whole New Day brawling brutes bullshit. Like, don't get me wrong. Tonight was fun because Drew talked about his big dick. He talked you about. You definitely ghost wrote this shit. You had to have. Xavier Woods talked about edging. Drew <laughs> insinuated the idea that his shirt means blowjobs. They stopped yeah. him repeatedly. Um, from crossing the line that was fun but honestly i want to give more of a shit about first off the name brawling brutes is fucking stupid i agree second off i'm done with them versus the new day and now drew like we can move on from that i'd like yeah. to see more out of dunn and seamus and now even ridge why not like, i don't give a fuck about ridge but sure why not like let's move on and do something more and new or at least do something fun and entertaining besides the same shit every week. 
Yeah. It's the same shit every week. It really is. Like, you guys don't have anyone else to, like, do anything with? The brain split doesn't exist anymore. Do something. Like, well, brain split never really existed. But, like, do something else. Like, we don't want to see New Day and... What, what is their name? The Brawling Brutes. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, we don't want to see that anymore. Like... Uh, I don't and like I love the new day and I love Drew McIntyre. I like this pa- I like this pairing of them. But like I don't like we know Drew's gonna take on Roman at Clash of the Castle. We knew that. It's in fucking Wales. D- Drew was obviously gonna get the title match there. We knew that. So start building that. That's in September. Do a nice long drawn-out build with that. Have them feud with the bloodline. As much as we've seen it in the past, I'm down with day one-ish and New Day going against each other again. Because they put on great matches. There's not enough people on SmackDown, it seems like. I'm going to say this very specifically. I'm going to move on to the next subject. But I want to say this very specifically. Because I know if I say what I was about to say, someone will clip it and use it against me. So I'm not saying what I was going to say. I am swallowing something very specific about Matt Riddle tonight. I'm swallowing the fact that he cried like a bitch at the end of the show. (laughs) You took Randy away from me. Nobody takes Randy away. It was fantastic. More Riddle crying. I will swallow Riddle crying like a bitch all week. Because first off, he was complaining on Monday. He's like, Oh, Randy carried this team for so long that he hurt his back, and now he's blaming the Usos for that. No, that was your fault for sucking and then stealing his moveset. That's why Randy's back is hurt. Literally his entire moveset. Like, do you do you know what your moves originally were, my guy? Because I don't think you do. I'm surprised he hasn't just changed all Randy's moves to something with bro in them. Dude, stop it. Randy, yeah. which I it does kind of suck like Randy's out. Well, yeah, Randy's he carry that team forever and fuck. He, he did have to carry that team, but it's like just Randy. in general, yeah, Matt Riddle's not a light guy. But it, it does suck that Randy is out because I love Randy and he is still so good for doing this for however long he has been. So I hope he comes back soon and then we're done with this fucking tag team and let him go after Roman or some shit. Like I can't deal with this tag team anymore. Yeah, uh, well, I don't so much mind Riddle and Shinsuke because I feel like they could be like a fun, like very low, very low card tag team who That's does like fun. dumb, funny shit together for the people who have like stoner humor, who have like maybe a five minute segment and stuff like that. I am spitting the fact they are kind of positioning this bitch, little bitch to possibly challenge Roman this bitch, that hoe uh, <laughs> to challenge Roman. I am swallowing Sammy, causing distraction, helping the Usos get the win, and so doing smart. his part as an honorary member of the bloodline. Look at you, He's, Sammy. I mean, you saw that family photo that Young Kings put up. I mean, fit right in. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about everything, Katie. Um, uh, I mean... I mean, a big swallow to Wardlow. Yeah. Or Daddy himself. Oh, uh, Tiff versus Roxanne. Who you got winning the cup? 
Roxanne. Or the breakout tournament. You got Roxanne. Oh, God, I hope so. Please don't put... Please don't. For the love of God, don't do it. Don't. Yeah, no. Fucking flat chest Barbie does not need... No. We're good. We're good. Oh, and... Shout out to... uh, As Young Kings Wrestling says, Rapid Turn Sanga for... Trying to build up Wesley, who takes a compliment worse than Kimberly takes a dick. Um, just whining. Like, somebody's saying something nice about it. He's like, do what you did against me. You have a lot of heart, kid. And he's just like, I mean, I yeah, understand. Or- like- orphans are bitter. I get it. But, like, learn how to take a fucking comment. compliment. Like, come on. Matt Shitty Orphan, we talked about this. Yeah. I know, but... <laughs> Catching the old guard every time. Anyway, uh, shout out to Sanga for being a good guy. And uh, Wesley yeah. beat Zion Quinn. So, like, good for you, bro. Yeah, good for you, bro. Um, I mean, also, Grimes and Frazier was a hell of a match, too. That's a swallow. Yep. Frazier is definitely, like, their next, one of their next stars for sure. Yes. Um. So, for... Uh, transparency reasons uh next week what we will be doing and i talked to katie and vince about this is instead of covering the show and me doing my rundown and everything like that uh, we're going to do more of a roundtable discussion where i'll ask katie or vince you know you want to start with spits or swallows they'll pick one and then we'll each go around and start giving our swallows till everyone's swallows have been till we've snowballed it all the way around and everyone's got their swallows out uh and then we'll go to our spits and do the same thing uh, about everything through the week of wrestling. And I'll still ask you guys, you know, and I'll ask you tonight, what was your favorite show this week? I think I got to go dynamite. I'm also probably going to go dynamite for sure. Um, even though Matt Riddle did cry, I'm, I'm still going to probably go dynamite. Um, <laughs> so best show of the week dynamite, but yeah, no, instead of me doing the breakdown, I, I'm going to do more of what I did here and throw the funny shit in, in the conversation. So again, if Vince is like, Oh, I want to swallow the God fit the phantasma and they'll talk about why i'll be like i'm not swallowing that i'm spitting that shit but we'll discuss it and we'll have that discussion and then if katie also for whatever reason would want to swallow legato then she'll just move down to the next thing on her list and we'll get through everyone's swallows and everyone spits for the week and uh make it more of a fun surprising discussion instead of breaking down every single match one after the other like i've been doing and trying to get my little jokes in now i can get them in as a surprise and we'll see how you guys like it so if you enjoyed this uh, let me know uh, if you want a little mix of both. Let me know. Give us a couple weeks. We're going to fine tune some things. Tell me what you guys want. And if you guys are like, no, Matt, this fucking sucks. We'll go back to the old one. Just tell me. Like, I, I'm fine with that. I take criticism. Great. I'm going to tell you, go fuck yourself. And then I'll do exactly what you said we should do. Cause this is for you guys. Katie. Yep. Oh, uh, you were going to say something. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I kind of like this personally yeah. speaking. Uh, I definitely got a lot more zingers out than I was expecting this episode, so I'm pretty proud of myself. But I kind of like this, because it just, like, opens it up more. I do, I, I mean, we love your rundowns of the shows. They're fantastic. But like you were saying, it kind of just, like, spices up the show and changes it up, so we're doing something a little different. We like I'm part of the show, but like you guys, at this point you kind of are. At this point, I'm part of the show. Like doing something different, you you can't do the same thing week in and week out for however long and expect it to stay fresh. as fresh. Yeah, 
as you expect. That's why I completely like changed how I did a lot of stuff when I moved to Shealy. So I like this. But then I just have to remember what I actually liked about the week, which kind of sucks. But I well, can write down as I go. Yeah, make a list. Then you got it. Uh tell them about Shealy, where they can find Shealy, where they can hear uh this most recent episode of the she leads showcase yeah she leads a thing that i do uh you can follow me on twitter at katie rasson 13 the link tree i'm about to take y'all things she leads showcase twitch.tv slash she leads showcase typically thursday 6 p.m eastern um for sure next week it's six after that i'm on vacation i'm at the beach so i'm not sure if it'll be thursday i'll keep everyone updated with that um youtube i'm in the process of trying to upload savannah's reaction to the mjf uncensored pipe bomb if you will um my phone's being a little bitch so it's just taking me a while so that'll be up on the youtube uh anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast if you like to listen um like she leads our weekly recap inside the mind of interview series i do people in the wrestling community uh heel tactics is definitely like next on the list because he dropped his ep and everything so i'm gonna get him on uh, but matt's been on it everyone in the core <laughs> has <laughs> been on that um in the crowd savannah and i need to do probably this month we're gonna try and figure that out to do that uh, and then savannah has her show new japan takeover which she'll be uploading a new episode sometime this month, maybe for Forbidden Door, maybe for Dominion. I don't know if that's actually the next one, but something. So there's a lot of fucking content on that channel. Go check it out. And if you don't want to look at me there, you can look at me on this channel. I almost in the chat when you were doing your show last night, called him Hickey Licker. And I was like, I'm saving it for the show. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it and make you break on your own show. I'm saving it for mine, but I almost did. Uh, Thank you for saving that. You guys can follow me. I'm at Riddler. On Twitter only Twitter and Instagram. Smacking a raw pod. I run the Twitter. Vince runs the Instagram. We also have smacking it raw on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash smacking it raw. Creation world is the banner under which the smacking raw podcast exists. You can find them at creationworld.com on Facebook at facebook.com slash creation world on twitter and instagram at the creation world t-h-e-c-r-e-a-t-i-a world and as travis likes to say if you don't know how to spell world get a fucking dictionary um where you guys can find all of our content i am recording a, a new episode of return to wrestling this sunday with travis which means the episode that's up on patreon now which i believe was halloween havoc i don't know it, either Halloween Havoc or whatever comes after Halloween Havoc for them, but we'll be recording Starcade. If you remember the Patreon, Starcade will be going up on the Patreon and the last fall brawl, I think, uh, will be available on YouTube and all your streaming devices. So you can check that out. Also have a new format over there, which we're tweaking and is going to be different this week than it was on that episode, but I'm getting there. I'm figuring this shit out. So you're doing great. Go check all that stuff out. Go support that. I appreciate it. Listen to us talk about some WCW. Eventually, sometime, there will be a new Dungeons After Dark. I don't know when. Maybe 2023. We'll see. For the Shaman of Sheely, Miss Katie Kinsey, baby. I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. 
this has been the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Smacking it raw. Yeah. Have a nice night. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm not done yet. Shit, I hope Travis doesn't cut this, but real quick, while I have you for a couple seconds, I don't know if Vince will do it because it might be too long, but should it be the Owen face with that picture that I sent, or should it be a scissor me ass daddy as the title? Because I'm really thinking scissor me ass daddy. I just don't know if it'll fit. I don't know if it'll fit, but try that one. Okay. So for Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the Sheely Showcase, <laughs> I am the warden Matt Ritter of the Patron State of Podcasting. This has been the Smack and Raw Podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. There we go. Scissor me ass daddy. Stop it. <laughs>